pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. And good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro on this uh, sunny Friday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome in everybody tuning in on Facebook Live for our uh, what we call the Noon Report. This portion of the program brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Folks, they have everything you need decorating your home, business for Christmas, potted live trees, custom handmade wreaths. 10 inch, 60 inches in size. Also, they have what they call Christmas swag and mistletoe and hanging baskets and roping and cut greens and decorative pots and cemetery baskets. Christmas crafts, gift certificates are available for gift giving. They're open every day until Christmas Eve and then Christmas Eve until nighttime. It's folks, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They also have uh, very unique birdhouses, uh, custom-made sleighs by a local artist that just look fantastic, one of a kind. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron, you get to shop local. You get to you get great service. You are supporting a local business. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Folks, I want to direct you to the website again. Good afternoon, everybody. It's 12.07 on this Friday, and there's a, there's a lot happening. We're going to dip in and out of some some different stories, but um, I, I invite you to visit the website, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Discover the brood difference. Um, remember, fresh ingredients, cozy environment, locations in Johnston, Providence, Cranston, Pontiac Avenue, and also Bald Hill Road. And they have full-service bars at Johnston, Providence, and also in Warwick. Stop it and see them. Everything is delicious. Breakfast, lunch, or even later in the day. It's Brood Awakenings. So if you check out the website, DeBetro.com, I have a very, um, once in a while, you know, you do a posting and, and it gets a lot of buzz. And that's what's happening right now. Because a lot of people are questioning who exactly are making the decisions here. And the fact that Governor McKee is saying that Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, uh, that, that this individual, who's unelected, by the way, unelected, that she is running the COVID task force and she's going to decide, you know, have all this power in what businesses stay open, and what businesses don't stay open. Um, you know, that the Governor McKee may be trying to pass the buck and uh, deflect some of the blame. But ultimately, listen, it, it falls on him. He's the one that is doing this. And I'm going to uh, repeat what I said last hour. And I have been saying what is um, what is most concerning. And listen, I, you know, I don't. Uh, I don't, you know, live in a bubble, and I like to stay in reality, and you get to know the truth, and you deserve to know the truth. You're an adult. Uh, no one's denying that what's going on right now, it, listen, it is a problem. It is a problem. But at the same time, you know, wh- where I have a problem with the McKee people, and th- there's several uh, parts about this that I want to just touch on. One thing is, as you can tell... By a lot of the press coverage, uh, it, it, it's not your imagination. Many times when I talk about press coverage and press bias, people start talking about CNN and MSNBC. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about local bias, local coverage in the way that certain people, local reporters, how they inflict their opinion on things. 
So I know that people like to, yeah, that's right, fake news and MSNBC and CNN. It's not what we're talking about. It's affecting your local news and how you get it. We saw it last summer with the protests where the police were made the bad guys and the local press, by and large, with few exceptions, all sided with the activists. We've seen different examples of this. There are people that have what you'd call just different agendas. Agendas are at play, and it, it, it's not about delivering the news or delivering the truth. It's, it's the agenda that they have in motion that they're trying to set forward. And, and there's different agendas, you know, but no one can deny the amount of coverage that the progressives, Matt Brown, who's running for governor, and Cynthia Mendez, the amount of coverage they got was, was, was not proportionate to the actual crisis, I would argue, that's going on right now. So they, they had this whole camp out, sleep out Rhode Island, 14 days and at the state house. So Governor McKee, every time he was arriving, they're there. But were people in Cranston talking about this? No. Were people in Lincoln talking about this? No. How many people are we talking about? 200, supposedly 220 people don't have a place to rest their head at night. So the whole state, all of this focus, Memorial Hospital in Pawtucket, and then they're going to use something in Woodsocket, and they're going to use something all over Newport for 220 blanking people. And, and listen, most people, not everyone, most people would say you have the Nilo Homeless Hotel in Warwick. Most people are concerned about their jobs, about their family, uh, so much of Governor McKee is distracted. But let me just get back to Dr. Scott. What what I find, and, and, and there's no denying, you know, I see you have one member of the media that said, oh, I was at the supermarket behind a celebrity today. And they listed that it was Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. Listen, she's, she's not a celebrity. She is, you know, the head of the Rhode Island Department of Health. Governor Raimondo put her you know, on television every day and made her, she's a known person. She's a highly recognizable person, but she's not right on everything. If anything, you could argue that public officials have kind of dropped the ball. Do you know right now in New York, people have, you have to wait four hours. I just saw on Twitter, four hours in line at Times Square to get a COVID test. What, what is happening? They completely dropped the ball on that. Now, fortunately in Rhode Island, you know, if you know people or hit it the right time, you can get tested a lot faster. But how many people listening saying that it's it's taken a long time for the test to come back? That falls under Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. I would argue that I think she should have been replaced. Give someone else a chance. Try a different approach. But Governor McKee waited. She's a female. She's a female of color. He should have made a change in the summertime. He didn't. Now she's leading the charge on this whole thing. You've already heard if it was up to her, you know, everything would be shut down. Everyone would be masked. Um, they, they, they have no regard for people's lives. They had no regard for people that, you know, the hypocrisy. She was attending Black Lives Matter protests last summer. I saw her there. That was okay. But families couldn't go to a funeral home and say goodbye to a loved one. People couldn't invite family members to a wedding. The, you know, it's just the whole uh, reaction to it is disproportionate. 
So, and now, and, and Governor McKee some, seemingly is like trying to be cute. So he's giving her power, but he's not fully all in. So then she's, she is in charge of a task force. What, what does Matos do? What, are, what does the Lieutenant Governor Matos do? Why isn't she in charge of the blanking task force? Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. And I also come back to, you know, last December, these members of the media, I don't care that I'm the only one that calls it out. There are people, their their priorities are wrong. There are there are some members of the media that they have this whole gender, this whole gender thing is so wildly important to them. I saw it again yesterday. Look at this. All women delivering the news. How in God's earth, what am I missing here? What am I why is that such a priority? Why is it cheered? What what is this resentment towards men? What? What? Why is that a priority? It makes the news better when it's all women. You know, I don't even know how to respond. I, I, you know, for some people, if that is their priority, I'm not sure what it originates from. And there's no diversity, by the way. It was like five white women. So, but, but what is that? What is this celebration of that? I, I completely am missing that. If it happens, how long? What has to happen? <laughs> That that dynamic is gonna is gonna change. Why is that such a big deal? And they're constantly doing it. And it's the same station, by the way. All right. So that station is a female news director. I know her. I I don't know what is is this a war against men? How much more do white males have to fight against? You know, everything is the white supremacist and white privilege and these white men and. And it's just, I don't get the gender thing. And then again, I go back to last year when Governor Raimondo was basically in hiding because she was being considered for the Biden administration. One of the local reporters put out, looks like it's just Dr. Scott and I, only women here at the COVID briefing, holding down the fort amongst this sea of men, again with the gender thing. My God, what happened what type of households were these people raised in? If you're doing a newscast and you happen to have a female anchor and maybe there's a someone, the male anchor's out. So there's another female and you have a female meteorologist and a female, you know, traffic person or whatever they do. Why is that? Why is that a major accomplishment? What are we missing? Was Walter Cronkite that hated? Peter Jennings hated where these people raised where, look at that. I'm not watching the news. It's men giving us the news. I refuse to watch it. The only news I want to hear is news from a woman. I'm tired of these. I mean, are we talking Were they raised in homes where people were throwing lamps at the TV? Look at that. Bill Clinton, another man elected president. And before that, it was Bush and Ray. You know, why, how, why can't it be like Margaret? That What is this? You know, the Three Stooges used to have a bit of the uh, anti-women's club or whatever, women haters. But my God, why is that accepted? And I just try to think, and again, I, I don't mean to do a big thing about it, but um, there's, there's just no other scenario where that would be accepted. You know, can you imagine someone putting out, look how great this is, all white people doing the news. Look how great all men. Two men at the anchor desk, a white man doing the weather, and there's a white man on sports. Look at that. I mean, what what is the accomplishment there? And they all flock to it. Look at that. 
all-women news. Just do that then. Start an all-women news station. Come back to the, thank God, Dr. Scott and I, the only two women here amongst this sea of men, because we're men-haters, and men are evil. Who raised these people? <laughs> I just, I don't understand what is the, I, I like people who just give me accurate news. I like someone who has a, an accurate weather forecast. I like, you know, so much of it is anyway just the stories they have in the field, all due respect. So one of the best parts that I like of is now you just can go to the website and click on the stories you want. You don't have to sit there and watch the whole blinking newscast. But this anti-male sediment, um, and, and they're younger too. It's, um, it, it's not, you know, like 60 plus and I wonder, I, I just don't get the the whole thing. So Folks, this portion, I say I'm not going to talk about it, and then I talk about it, But this portion of the program is brought to you by Propane Plus. Folks, call Propane Plus today. They would like to be your propane uh, heating and cooling and supplier. Now, remember, Propane Plus, two locations, one in Rehoboth for the Massachusetts customers, one in Rhode Island. In Rhode Island, call Propane Plus today, 401 401- 885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. It's the Johnson family. Propane Plus. Remember, with Propane Plus, remember, the most important thing that you can remember is propane. It's energy for everyone. It's affordable. It's sustainable. It's equitable. It's good for the environment. And also now it's renewable. Propane Plus, your propane supplier folks again um check out the website topetro.com simply because um and i want to come back to the dr scott thing for for just a moment um but i do want to mention visit the website topetro.com and don't forget topetro.com which is brought to by the Senadale revival we talked to our friend shane the other day winner of several rhode island monthly awards Senadale revival food drinks dinner they, they do such a great job there. 2025 Smith Street, North Providence, and it's very festive. Uh, you don't have to worry about venturing into the city. Stop it and see them at the Senadale Revival. The, uh, the reason I mention that about Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott is, is what, what Governor McKee, um, in, 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 you know, if he could step away for two seconds instead of having another homeless blanking press conference just because the progressives are camped out you know, in the steps of the state house, forcing him, um, they, they're delusional if they think if you get 100 voters in a room from Lincoln and Smithfield and Cumberland and, you know, uh, Cranston and Warwick and North Kingstown and Bur- and, and said to them, um, you know, what would say your top 10 concerns right now? I, I will tell you that homelessness is not one of them. It's just not. That's not what people are concerned about. People are concerned about inflation. They're concerned about the high price of gas. They're concerned about what's being taught in school. You know, something needs to be done also with the social media. Uh, you know, I go on TikTok. I, it's not my favorite app. I don't promote it a lot. There's a lot of things on there that I just don't think require talent. There's some funny stuff. But they're basically behind so much of the problems right now. With these threat of schools is this TikTok thing where they're just panicking people. Uh, but what one of the things you would not be listing to me is locally, if you said what are things you're concerned about, 
is is homelessness. And it's it doesn't make you a bad person. And I'm not saying that it's a problem. But, you know, as I've said in the past, folks, and again, good afternoon at 1222. You're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. But look at the West Coast. You know, does L.A. really have 63,000 homeless people or do they have or 65 or do they have 65,000 people who just choose to not live in a home? That is something that no one wants to address because the homeless advocates all say that stop. I've been, you know, shushed and, you know, don't how dare you say that? Of course, they they want a home. I'm not convinced of that. Not everybody wants, you know, the traditional home that that everybody um aspires to or in the past they have anyone that is a homeowner listen homes are expensive and homes are a responsibility and when you own a home things go wrong so i'm not saying that they all want to um especially in bad weather but i i'm just there's actually a good story in the local news about these tiny little homes that they're building. And they put some down in Oneyville. And I'm not even, I actually think that's a good idea. I mean, I think the whole thing of the big house and people just, they don't need a large house. They're almost like large apartments in a way, except it is a home. You don't share the common wall. So then then build more of those. But let me just get back to, because I don't want to lose the point on on Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott. I'm going to say this right now at 1223. Folks, let, let, let's just be reasonable, all right? Um, and this is the type of thing that the media, it, it, and I follow many, as you know, members of the media on, uh, members of the media on, on social media. They, they're all on lockdown, mask up. They're all Biden supporters, right? Um, that, that's, no one's going to tell me differently. I mean, it just is, with few exceptions. But no one will point out the obvious, which is it is clear that it is Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott who is pushing Governor McKee, who's clearly, to me, not standing up to her, pushing to make Rhode Island different than Massachusetts and Connecticut. And and let's just, I don't care what your political beliefs are, okay? I don't care if you voted for Biden. I don't care if you think Biden is doing a good job. You could be a Cicilline supporter. You could be, you know, you wish Hillary. But let's just as you know, once in a while, let's let's find common ground. OK, no one is going to explain to me or or convince me, I should say. Hear me out. But we, we should not have different provisions than Massachusetts and Connecticut. Plain and simple. And. Governor McKee, it would seem, would not stand up to her because she's the one pushing it. And, you know, I wasn't wrong when I said I don't think he's going to do something different than what Governor Baker is doing. Because I don't think he wanted to, meaning Governor McKee. But, you know, let me also be very clear, though. If he doesn't stand up to her, it doesn't matter. If he allows Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, who is not elected... You know, she doesn't have to be her way doesn't have to win out. She's obviously at odds with the administration. Um, she doesn't have to deal with the business community. She's not running for office. It was it, it's pretty obvious that Governor McKee and if you haven't seen it, I mean, I posted this business of a covid task force and so forth. 
He had a real out. And all he had to say was, listen, we're going to follow Massachusetts with Governor Baker. And we're also going to follow Connecticut with Governor Ned Lamont, who is a Democrat, by the way. But what what is inexcusable on this Friday, December 17th, is that starting on Monday, Rhode Island is going to have different guidelines than our neighboring states. And, you know, in that, no one is going to convince me in any way that that, you know, that's in the best interest of the state, that it makes sense. Um, you know, when the, when the pandemic first hit in February, March of 2020, listen, it, you know, there was a lot we didn't know about it. And it was scary. And it did seem because uh, we were hearing about overseas. It did seem if you get it, boom. Like it is count down the days to the, the ventilator and then, you know, it's it's curtain curtains. What's unfortunate is the first known case in Rhode Island was that teacher from um, St. Ray's who, who did have asthma, who had underlying health conditions. And from the very get go, it, it's too bad that the first known person locally wasn't a normal healthy person that was able to fight it off because we've we've you know that was the introduction and it was scary when you would hear of people who you know one day they're fine the next day they're in the hospital and they're on a ventilator and and many times we know how that you know kind of where that led to much like um in the movie with matt damon and gwyneth paltrow um where you know there's the virus, she she contracts it overseas. There's a a bat. They're they're building something, a factory. They displace some bats. A bat gets a little piece of a banana. It falls in. A pig eats it, and then the pig, and then the the whole thing just um, takes off. So, and, and that was you know people are literally dying in several days after contracting it. It it's not that. And this new virus that does seem wildly contagious, it does. Uh, you look at the numbers. But where, where Dr. Scott and Governor McKee, and ultimately, folks, it falls on him. It falls on him. He doesn't have to listen to her. She's supposed to just be giving advice. But look at the, the predicament they've put us in. Um, you, you have, we, we lost. They can try to spin this any way they want, but it was a mistake to force out all of those healthcare workers, uh, which they did October 1st. They were all out on the street. You know, at the very least, October, November, you, you lost two months that you could have been giving people a break. Massachusetts didn't do that, by the way. You know, Do- Dr. Scott at this point, and, and she is insisting, how can someone make a legitimate argument? Hear me out. That somehow, you know, right now you're in Cumberland and you, you go over the line into Massachusetts or you're in Woodsocket, you go to Bellingham or Pawtucket and Attleboro, and it, it's like a world of difference. It, it doesn't make sense. But he, ultimately, he's the one listening to her. She's directing that. And I know Governor McKee is now saying, listen, and, and he's trying to say... Unless people make a big deal about it, we're not going to go out searching for people, which is kind of what I was saying. I didn't I didn't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to be going in 
and, you know, looking for people to shut down unless people make a big deal about it. Um, Like that Dr. Scully, that Dr. Scully, who I know, he wanted everyone to know that he was a doctor. He wasn't vaccinated. He had no plans on getting vaccinated. I believe he had had COVID. He wanted to rely on natural immunity. And he he made a big deal of it. Maybe he thought it was going to be a national story. Maybe he thought he would be on Fox News. Instead, the Rhode Island Department of Health shut him down. So if you are a business, your your job over the next, because this thing expires in 30 days, your job over the next 30 days is to stay open and make as much money as you possibly can. And I would discourage anyone from putting their finger in the eye of the Department of Health or uh, Governor McKee or anyone else. If, if you listen to me very clearly right now at 1230, if you are a store owner or a restaurant or a business starting Monday, if people want to come in and they don't have a mask on and you don't want to ask them if they've been vaccinated, then just do that. Don't make a big announcement about it. I, I'm dis, I, am, I am discouraging you from doing that. Don't give them a reason to give you a hard time. I think the next 30 days, it's going to be like starting Monday, the Wild West, as I like to say, which is just make as much money as you can. Make as much money as you can over the next two weeks and see where we are in January. But do, do not try to get into... You know, some kind of steer down contest with Governor McKee and the Department of Health and big regulation. I I disagree with that. Just do your thing. Absolutely do your thing. Just, you know, let's just say you're a business and you're supposed to close at 10 and you have a full place. Just stay open till 1030. Stay open till 11. Some people come in and they don't have masks on. Sit them away from somebody else. Don't turn anybody away. Make as much money as you can. This portion of the program, speaking of money, is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, right now, it's 1232. It's Friday. They're open, Ron and Melissa. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right off of Silver Spring. Stock up. They're open today. Um, Remember, they have delicious calzone. They have the Let's Go Brandon donuts that are hugely popular. They have uh, Italian candy. They have the Wandi trays. They have Christmas cookies. They have delicious cupcakes. Everything is baked fresh. They're open today. They're open tomorrow. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stock up. The food is delicious. You're going to love the Let's Go Brandon donuts. It's the number one selling donut in Rhode Island. People are also driving in from Massachusetts. Let's go Brandon Donuts at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They have the Italian uh, candy that's just delicious. Ron is so talented, delicious, fresh calzones. They have delicious sandwiches, uh, cupcakes, pastry, everything. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. But if you're going to go to, you know, the Patriots are playing tomorrow night. Maybe you're going to go watch it at someone's home. Bring some Let's Go Brandon Donuts. Bring a, a, a tray of uh, Christmas cookies. You know, bring some things. Help support Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They still have the 
that Trump signs on the roof for crying out loud. I want them to thrive, Ron and Melissa. And remember, free coffee for police and military. How about that? Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're open, delicious, fresh calzones and pastry. And they have all kinds of Christmas treats. Stop it and see them. Folks, again, uh, check out the story on the website, dipetro.com. And don't forget, dipetro.com which is brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. They're going to have the game on tomorrow night. Uh, They have karaoke on Friday and Saturdays. Dana runs a great place. It's Endzone Sports Pub. It's clean, it's friendly, it's family-owned, and they have the NFL ticket on Sunday at Endzone Sports Pub. Pop in and see them. So, folks, that's where we are right now. And I want to, again, come back to... It, it, it just it doesn't make any sense, but it's very obvious to me that that Governor McKee uh, seemingly just doesn't want to stand up to Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. Because other than that, I just can't figure out. Uh, it just doesn't make sense that starting on Monday, that Rhode Island is going to be different than Massachusetts and Connecticut. Um, now, listen, there's obviously. I, I mean, there's only certain discussions I'm going to get into. You have the Cranston East teacher, 41 years old, volleyball coach, and she died from COVID. Whether or not she was vaccinated, unknown. You had the uh, principal of Pilgrim, died from COVID and or COVID related. You do not want to end up in the hospital. You do not want to end up in the hospital. I can't stress that enough. Um, I've been communicating with someone. I think she's even watching our Facebook Live right now. She has COVID. She ended up in the hospital, and she's described a nightmare. She's described the hospitals are overwhelmed. They're short-staffed. Why are they short-staffed? Because of Governor McKee and Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott, you know, who would, and I fault him, he would not even meet with the frontline workers. I know he didn't like them outside his home. And I know he was so upset there outside his home, he had two of them arrested. I was there. There was no reason to arrest them. There's different rules for people here. Different rules that are emerging. Some people can sleep out at the state house. Other people can't. Some people can have music and a festival at the state house. Others can't. Some people can do whatever they want. Others, though I was there, they were arrested for no reason. They were arrested to scatter the people out of there. So that was Governor McKee's way of saying, blank you to the frontline workers. He didn't like them protesting. He didn't like them following me around. He also never met with them. Now, I'll say this about many of the frontline workers and many of the protesters. It was new to them. Okay, they, they you know, fear criticism, they weren't the most organized. Uh, you know, not everyone speaks the king's english not everyone writes perfectly they they were raw they were raw r-a-w they were um and i'm sure you know he didn't like that they would follow him places and so forth but it's one of those things it doesn't mean it, it doesn't mean that that they were wrong I'm looking right now. Massachusetts has been ahead of the CDC curve on this issue. Rhode Island is starting to implement test to stay now. 
children exposed to COVID can safely stay in class with in-school testing. That is where Rhode Island has been way behind the curve. Yep. It is a common sense approach. Um, there's, there's too much noise right now. There's too much noise right now. And you can see, look at this jerk. I've been about nine stores this morning. Everyone's been masked, peacefully going about their holiday business. Despite how angry the internet feels, I'm not sure it lines up what's happening in real life. That is a member of the media. That guy to me is just a total jerk. Um, And I, I thought that for some time, and now he just confirms it. So, you know, it's 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 if you say something, then you're the problem. Why? And, and, and then other people retweet it. What does that mean? It means they agree with it. That's what that means. <sighs> I am glad that. Uh, uh, yeah, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott is going to create an enforcement task force. Oh. Yeah, like the Gestapo. Like the Gestapo. What? What is this? For health-related violations? Listen, it, she is out of control, and he's allowing her. Listen, it falls with him. It falls with the governor. He, She doesn't have to be in charge of the Rhode Island Department of Health. He could have replaced her, and he didn't replace her. I agree with Representative Brian Newberry. You know, this enforcement task force, he wrote, this is really outrageous. Only the General Assembly should have such power. Governor McKee and his unelected staff are out of control. First of all, he's not even elected. People should simply say enough and engage in mass disobedience of what I think is an illegal executive order to begin with. It is. And yet, of course, you know, the media is just shocked by it. How dare what? Governor McKee, he's not elected. I like how people are saying that he, you know, for him to be reelected governor. He hasn't been elected governor yet. He's filling out the term of governor of Governor Raimondo. But what I like about Twitter is, is there you have it. Um. I've been in nine stores. Everyone's mass, peaceful. These people, it's, it's really just the malcontents, the white supremacists, the Trump supporters that are telling, you know, that's just the world they want to live in. So everybody else, blah, blah, blah. Isn't this Governor McKee and Dr. Scott? are really just trying to protect everybody. It is about power. It's about who's got the power, who doesn't have the power. And that that individual, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, she he had a chance, as I said. Um, and, 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 and I am aware of the optics. I'm very aware of the optics with this whole thing. Yes, she's a, a woman. Yes, she's a woman of color. Yeah, she may get, he, he can't do it now. <laughs> he can't do it now. But the problem is back in June and July, when he should have done it, everything seemed, you know, he was following the Biden lead, right? A mission accomplished. Everything's getting back to normal, except it's not.
Folks, I want to remind you on this sunny Friday about R.E. Coogan Heating. Folks, call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember what they say. Explore our services. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. Let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. You can find them on Facebook. And then the website is recooganheating.com. The, um, folks, again, visit the website, depetro.com. And don't forget, depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn. A delicious meal is waiting for you. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, a Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Lunch, dinner. Or uh, they have the big bar there in the lounge. It's the coincident. Uh, you know what's a problem is how long people have to wait to get their COVID tests back. It's a, it's a problem. And who does that fall under? The Department of Health. Why did they let the testing fall to the side? Why didn't Rhode Island start doing the test to stay to keep the kids in school? Why aren't the adults running the conversation? Instead, Governor McKee is fighting with the progressives. You know, the progressives are saying to him, you're just doing this thing for the homeless because of us. No, he's not. No, no, no. Who are you arguing with? You're never going to satisfy that crowd. So Governor McKee, to me, seems he's more concerned with fighting the progressive left or trying to pacify them, I should say, than doing what's right for the regular taxpayer. You know, why, look, look at how the splintered groups, there's too much focus on that, right? 4,000 state workers demand a $3,000 uh, vac- vaccination bonus. Governor McKee coming right up. 2,000 teachers in Providence will sign the new deal, but we want a $3,000 signing bonus. Not a problem. You know, 230 people are homeless and there's not enough room in the shelter. Well, they're going to stop everything and set up all these beds. What about the people that are going along trying to, as George Bailey would say, do the living and the working and the dying in this town? What about the, the, the population is over one million. This seemingly is an administration catering to very small margins of people. He kept Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. That was a mistake. I don't know if they realize it now. They have no problem undercutting him. And then, you you know, you even have that that uh, doctor at Brown University who's on CNN, right? Dr. Megan Rainey, she's so brilliant, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, then she rolls out. And by the way, here's the new app that I'm uh, peddling. What? Wait a minute. We, we thought you were doing and, and giving all this type of advice and b- based on science. Uh, no one knew that you were then, what, involved with some startup where now you're trying to push an app? Like this is the person that's been dictating what's going on? I have to think there, there is where, where Governor McKee, I believe, really dropped the ball is I think he should have remained firm that with the Department of Health, I think he should have said that we're going to follow Massachusetts and Connecticut. And you may not like it, but we're going to take some of the things that they do right and we're going to implement them. And if you have other things that they're doing, 
that you want to, that we want, or things we want to implement on our own, I should say, then we're going to do that. But we're not shutting down. We're not hurting. Kids, children must remain in school. And businesses must be allowed to remain open and be competitive with businesses right over the line in Connecticut and right over the line in Massachusetts. Because Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, who's part of this whole Providence progressive wave, right? There's nothing wrong with 10,000 Black Lives Matter protesters not wearing masks, but we're not going to allow a group of people to go to church and go to a funeral, right? If you're following that mentality, if those individuals are driving the train, you got big problems. So I think right now, uh, Governor McKee basically is way too much politics with these decisions. They are. And and I and I I also, you know, and and I had initially it was early on, I don't remember what it was several months ago. He actually said many times the loudest voice in a meeting doesn't mean that's the person that's right. <clears throat> and I kind of like that. And I thought he was going to kind of try to govern that way and lead that way. <clears throat> you know, if you're in a meeting and someone starts yelling and banging on the table, it doesn't mean they have the most passion. It doesn't mean that they're right. It just means they're loud is what that that's really all it means. So these people sleeping out at the state house, homelessness is the number one problem in Rhode Island. No, it's not. Right. Dr. Scott, we must protect. We're going to shut down and everybody. Excuse me. Massachusetts isn't doing that. Connecticut's not doing it. Well, this is Providence and this is Rhode Island. Right. And you can keep telling yourself that, but we're not doing that. They started a mistake when they got rid of all of those healthcare workers. And, and many of the, the people that left decided, I, I don't need to do this. I'm going to do something else. There's plenty of businesses right now that need workers. So I may come back to nursing. I may come back to healthcare. But right now, I've even, and I've interviewed, I covered as many protests as anyone. And so many of them would say, you know, I'm just, I don't like that it's being forced. And, and that was mishandled by Governor McKee and the Department of Health. Um, as I said from the beginning, Governor McKee and the Department of Health, you know, they have given more time. How about that woman? That, that went last week rolling around on the floor, screaming, Governor McKee, no, let her talk, let her talk. A state worker goes crashing into the meeting. Ah, ah, ah. The hell was that all about? Should have been led away in handcuffs after they tasered her. That was anyone else. Well, wait a minute. She's Spanish and she's a female. Translation, which means she can do whatever she wants. If she's a white female, let alone, if she was a white male, oh my God, still be locked up. <clears throat> he has given more time and attention in listing to, because there's 220 people that were camping out in front of the blanking state house on Smith Street, Smith Hill. More attention to that 
as he let over 1,000 workers, higher than that, 1,200, 1,500 people leave their jobs because Dr. Scott said, let them go. Nope, let them go. Too bad. We set the rules. And with Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott that talks about there's going to be equity, equity, as I used to ask her, why are you treating Jamestown the same as Central Falls? <clears throat> Jamestown had five COVID cases, five. Central Falls had 500 COVID cases. Why are you treating them the same as far as population, business, everything else? And the magic word, because of equity. All must be treated equal, equity. Until they came out with the vaccine. And then Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott made sure the first people to get the vaccine were residents of Providence and Central Falls. Well, you know, because the the numbers are so high, of course they have to get it. (laughs) See, equity only works, and they only use it when it works to make the larger point that they want. It's politics. I also want you to remember, folks, at 1251, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Henry Oil. Listen, make Henry Oil your oil provider this heating season. Call them today. Henry Oil, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Call Carmine. Automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, you can depend on Henry Oil. 401 521 0200 401 521 for Henry Oil. Um, just remember one thing. When you're listening to Governor McKee and Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott and Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos, Governor, when you're listening to them, I want you to just remember they think that President Biden is doing a great job. They think Sheldon Whitehouse is a tremendous senator. They admire Congressman David Cicilline. Just remember that. Just remember when you hear Governor McKee and Dr. Scott, and they're making their pronouncements of here's what we should do. Just remember they voted And they think Vice President Harris is doing a fantastic job. Just remember, they would vote for Kamala Harris to be the next president of the United States. Just keep that in the back of your mind. Because I think that makes it, that disqualifies you from being able to make rational decisions. Anyone that thinks that Biden is doing a good job. You know, he had another horrific, I'm going to play some of the sound next hour. He can't remember anything. When he's off, he's really off. He's really off. I remember when I first started doing, being on the radio, and it was even, you know, I had been doing this for a long time, even in college, and I even started before that. But, you know, this may not make sense. Well, maybe it's not a good analogy. I was just going to say, I remember I realized early on, even just being a college radio DJ and so forth, that, if I was out really late the night before I was going to be on the air, and maybe if I had maybe been overserved by an aggressive bartender or so forth, 
I, I was off the next day on the air. I couldn't rem- remember things. I wasn't so quick on things. Things were definitely, uh, things were just off. Best way to describe it. If I was rested, if I was, you know, fully coherent and so forth, um, it was a much smooth, smoother show. So, you know, everyone can have an off day, right? Tom Brady, Mac Jones, I don't know what's wrong with them. They're just having a bad quarter, first half, whatever. Can't throw the ball, throwing interceptions, whatever it may be. But when Biden's off, he's really off. He couldn't remember George Floyd's name today. I'm going to play you the sound. But I just want you to remember, they think he's doing a great job, right? If you were to ask Governor McKee, Dr. Scott, what do you think of the job of Vice President Harris? Oh, she's fantastic. Yeah. 28% approval rating in the country, Kamala Harris. In certain parts, different states, her approval rating is below 20%. So the McKee people, just remember, that's who you're following. That's who you're following. Folks, again, visit the website, DePetro.com. We have original, uh, it's, 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 it's content. It is original local content, and it's sponsored by Tavolo, T-A-V-O-L-O, Wine Bar and Tuscan Grill. I was at the Tavolo in Warwick. It's right on Post Road across from the airport across from Airport Plaza. I was there uh, just the other day. We had a fantastic family meal. They also have a location in Smithfield, right near Bryant. It is uh, Leonard and Cheryl. There, the the food is just fantastic. It's authentic, innovative Italian cuisine. And they also have great, Great. If you like wine, they have great wine. And then also, I've eaten at the Providence location right there on Atwell's Avenue on Federal Hill. T-A-V-O-L-O. If you'd like to um, find out about them, I have a link on my website, petro.com And then their website is tavolowinebar.com. So, folks, um, I want to recap here. And this is important at 1256. If you are a business owner, all right, if you're a business owner, I am telling you, Governor McKee said, we're going to do this for the next 30 days, right? Where if it's over 250 people, everybody's got to wear a mask. Now, that really only affects, I'm just trying to think, where would I be in a setting with more than 250 people? That would really be if you go to, if you go to a PC or URI game, right? Or a P Bruin game. There's not that many functions unless you're going to some Huge, big Christmas party or New Year's Eve celebration. Everything under 250, they're saying it's either a mask or vaccination status. I am telling you right now, they do not have the manpower to enforce that. So I I know that Governor McKee announced it. Um, I am telling you, if you're a business, you, you should operate the way that you're customers feel comfortable whatever that may be and and maybe they they if people come in with a mask so be it if people come in without one assume that they're vaccinated that's what i would tell you but i don't want to see i am in telling you i would not you know put the finger in the eye and you know try to say you know why don't you and try and shut me down and that type of thing because they they you know, this type of crowd, they look for people to make an example out of. And and you don't want to make an example out of you. Any, all the businesses and restaurants and all the small business owners, I would like to see, you know, my Christmas wish 
is over the next two weeks to four weeks or what have you, that you have a very successful season and make as much money as possible. And folks, again, I preach every day, shop local, support our small businesses, get takeout from restaurants if you don't want to eat there, buy a gift certificate, then go and sit in a restaurant, but support our local businesses. Because, and then remember at election time who put this stuff in motion. But I am telling you what I think is reasonable. Um, there, there's just, there's no reason why Rhode Island would be legitimate reason, I should say, why Rhode Island should have different guidelines than Massachusetts and Connecticut. None other than Dr. Scott is like, you know, whatever, being a prima donna. Or throwing her weight around and trying to make things uncomfortable for Governor McKee. And he is, unfortunately, weakly caving to it. When instead, back in June and July, he should have got someone, he should have appointed someone, Department of Health director, who'd be on the same page as him. And say to who, him or her, whoever it's going to be, you know, you can have that job, but I can't have you at odds with me. you got to support me with what we're going to do. And we're, we're going to, we are going to, we're a pro-business type of government, pro-business type of government. Now, folks, it's 1259. Here's what we're going to do. We have another full hour to go. I have a lot of sound to play next hour. Next hour is radio only. You can listen AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. You can listen at the website, depetro.com. We are going to break for the one o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. The power hour is next. Season's greetings. WNRI Woonsocket. 